Welcome to the Becca and Katie podcast. We are two friends who desire to build a community of women. We want to encourage, equip, and remind that we are not meant to be alone in our joys, burdens, and struggles. Good evening. Good evening, friends. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Becca and Kate podcast. We are so excited to have you joining us tonight. We have a sweet, sweet friend here with us, and we are going to be diving into what it looks like when life seems like it's throwing you every every curveball you could imagine, or some that you couldn't even imagine, and what it looks like to still have joy and hope and see the goodness of God and all of that and. We're just so excited to have our friend here. We're going to jump right in. Becca, do you want to introduce who we have with us tonight? Yes, we have Annie Oletsky here, and she's an awesome woman. I love her. (laughs) (laughs) She is. She's great. I hope I live up to that. Yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes, you will. Um, But before, before we introduce Annie and before Annie tells us all sorts of things about her whole life story. Um, again, we're recording this at night, so we do not have oh, yes. a coffee or a drink of the morning. We have a drink of the evening. Mm-hmm. So what are you guys, Annie, what are you, what are you um, drinking? I came here at the mercy of my friends and they <laughs> gave me a one tree hard cider, the cranberry flavor. So the mm-hmm. bottle actually looks like it's, I mean, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. It you is. you know me. Caitlin's not going to be my friend after this, but I don't celebrate Christmas until after Thanksgiving, so I'm having a hard time drinking it. We're, we're going to have to cut this episode short, guys. Because <laughs> Caitlin's going to start decorating on Monday. Yeah. I brought all my Christmas bins out. They're down in the basement, and I'm, I'm going through them. so excited for you. <laughs> and he's like, I'll put my tree up on Christmas. <laughs> And okay, then take it down on New Year's. Because I do. I put it up like three days before Christmas. <laughs> oh my gosh, Annie. I just she can't even me. imagine. Do you, I will come. Is it the Caitlin's I'll come, to your, come house. to your house. I'm going to come to your house when you're not home and I'm going to decorate your house. For I'm getting better. I think last year was December 1st. Oh, okay. So okay. I'm. That's acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's. That's great. I love that for you. Fantastic. <laughs> Good for you. Yes. Right. My husband does not like that. He okay. would like me to decorate before Thanksgiving mm. because he says Christmas decorations make everybody happy. They do. They do. Oh my goodness. They do. You should. I'm like in told. such a good mood when my <laughs> Christmas decorations are up. That's why I decorate so early. I was giddy just opening the boxes. I love that. Of Christmas decorations. I love your love for Christmas decorations. (laughs) So. She bypasses Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had fall decorations up for like October. Yeah. So they're just going away this weekend. True. So yeah, that's what Annie's drinking a little bit of Christmas cheer. Yes. Mm -hmm. I And I feel it. Yeah. I feel cheerful. Good. I love it. I love it. What about you, Becca? Well, I'm drinking the same because, you know, Wondery is probably the only drink I can do. It's the only th- drink she can do and still have a conversation with us. <laughs> yes. Oh, I have so many fun stories. <laughs> we, we can just do an episode on that one of these days. <laughs> For all of us. For all sure. of us. I mean, it would, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And that is what I am drinking as well because 
you can't go wrong. And a beer would have made me too full. So mm-hmm. it was this. Oh, yeah. No. no. Mm-mm. So it was a cider kind of night. Yeah. So that's what we're drinking. It's delicious. Yes. Yep. Well, Annie, if you want to jump in and kind of tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. And just kind of what we've been chatting about. Yeah. So to introduce myself, my name is Annie. Um, I am absolutely in love with Jesus Christ, my Savior, and that is like number one in my life. And um, second would be my husband, we've, Ryan. We've been married for 16 and a half years. We've got four kids, a freshman in high school, which is what was probably the most Bananas. emotional moment I had <laughs> as a parent in all of my parenting mm-hmm. years, which is bizarre because we've had a lot of moments. Um, dropping him off at high school. So I've got my oldest boy, high schooler. Then our second is our daughter, Emma, and she is in eighth grade. Then Jackson is a sixth grader, and Liam, bringing up the rear, is in (laughs) second grade. And he is the most fun that you'll ever meet in a tiny, (laughs) blonde-haired child. So love Liam. Leslie likes to show me pictures. Look at this picture of Liam. Liam, he's so funny. He's so funny. Look what Liam did. Yeah. Um, yeah, just awesome. pray for us with Liam. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, we had a good, before I got here, a really fun moment with Liam. But that is not why we're here. Um, so I am a real estate agent here in Spokane. I am also a uh, coach at a gym, and I get to do some managerial stuff, a COO at that gym. And then I also am a part of the ministry team um, for a women's ministry at our church, True Hope Church. Uh, Ryan and I moved to Spokane 10 and a half years ago. Is that 11 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 11 years ago to plant True Hope. And we moved here with like 12 or 13 close friends and started out in a basement. And it was so much fun. And uh, have, gosh, that's its own story so many seasons with the church and um now we're celebrating 10 years in january wow. i think that's insane so presley was three months old when we moved when up moved here into and our she's house 10 yeah, yeah. <laughs> we lived with them oh my week. gosh <laughs> it was so much fun i love it it was we slept in the office and yeah. our head was right under the office that's <laughs> awesome table it was perfect it was so much fun it was that's um, awesome we so, have lots of videos of all the kids. Oh, oh my, gosh, my gosh, yeah. Sure. There's so many pictures of them holding. They love oh, Presley as a Presley. little squishy baby. Oh my gosh. Um, so, yeah. So, that's kind of our story. Um, very cool. And nice. how we got here to Spokane. Yeah. So, awesome. yeah. Very cool. And what we're what Annie's kind of going to be emphasi- emphasizing tonight is a story and testimonial that they have with their daughter, Emma. So, um, Annie, can you just kind of go into a little bit about Emma and her diagnosis and yeah. just kind of what that process looked like for you guys? Let us let everyone know a little bit about sweet Emma and how sweet wonderful Emma. she is. So Emma, our only little lady, the little lady amongst the brood of men in our <laughs> house. Um, she, a few years ago, we got a final diagnosis. It has been a long journey. Um, and got diagnosed with FSH muscular dystrophy, which is fascio-scapular humeral muscular dystrophy. 
Uh, muscular dystrophy is basically just a disease of the muscles. Yeah. So the muscles begin to deteriorate over time. Um, there are quite a few different types. Um, some affect different areas of the body. Some affect more the muscles around the organs. Hers kind of affects everything. So um, thankfully, though, when we got her final diagnosis, there's not been too many situations where it affects the organs. So that was a really... Uh, really big relief yeah. as we yeah. got her diagnosis. Um, but it started out, we started to see some developmental delays when she was two and noticing she's got a cousin that they're three days apart. And so when at growing up, baby to you know the infant stage and to the toddler stage, they would do everything at the exact same time. Like they were like yeah. the exact same little human beings mm -hmm. as they grew up. And then all of a sudden he started taking off with his speech and she was not. And um, we also started noticing she was not um, paying attention to everything we were doing. Happiest baby you would have ever met. I mean, she was all smiles, rarely cried, was never angry, never upset. Um, but I can... I was actually thinking about this on the way here. I remember a time Ryan mentioned, he goes, I don't think she can hear. I said, oh, come on. If you know Ryan and I, mm -hmm. Ryan like <laughs> is worst case scenario and I, I'm on the other opposite of the extreme of nothing's ever happening. Yeah. <laughs> nothing's Things, ever Everything wrong. is fine. We're fine. Nobody ever needs to see doctors. Yeah. We're going to be fine. <laughs> so God knew exactly what he was doing yes. when he put us together. Um, so as he was telling me, like, I don't think she can hear. I'm like, God, oh, you're stop it you're she's fine you're fine everybody's fine yeah the whole world's fine um <laughs> and we would you know i'd watch him he'd kind of walk up behind her sneak up behind her and clap behind her head and i can remember it so clearly she would just turn she had the longest hair as a little baby and she would turn and give him with her big blue eyes just the grandest smile mm. that you had ever seen so and it was just i can still see that precious little face um, smiling at her but then we did begin to notice when mm. big things would happen in a large room or where there's a lot of noise she wasn't turning around so we chose to get a hearing test mm -hmm. and um, with that hearing test all they could confirm was there was some sort of hearing loss and right about that time that was about a year after we really felt God call us to um, plant a church somewhere. So yeah. we just knew that we had been, that God was calling us to plant a church. Yeah. So right about that time, God had called us to Spokane and we did not know when we decided we were going to go to Spokane, we didn't know anything was going on with Emma. Yeah. So it was, it was not in the back of our mind, but it was this beautiful moment. Like this first moment, as you look back of God's sovereign hand mm. over her life over our family's life and over the plan yeah. that he mm -hmm. had already set out so in a circumstance that could have been devastating he brought us to a city that had a phenomenal ear nose yeah. and throat program yeah. had a phenomenal um program preschool for hearing impaired uh children mm -hmm. with hearing aids and cochlear implants and so the moment we moved here amongst the chaos of that first part of her diagnosis, we had this community around us. Mm, yeah. um, like every community, not all of it was positive. There were some negative moments. 
but all I can really remember is God had his hand in that moment Mm -hmm. and he knew exactly what he was doing when he brought us here more than just for the church, but also for our family. Um, So that started a whole other process of trying to figure out her hearing loss. And then she began, um, I think she was six, she began to trip. We were Mm. actually on a family vacation, and um, we were with my entire family. We were in Hawaii, and every morning, real rough. We would walk to the Starbucks (laughs) in Hawaii. I'm so (laughs) So sorry. Super tough. (laughs) My kids have it real bad. They got to go to Hawaii at that young of an age. (laughs) Um, But we would walk to Starbucks for coffee, and um, she kept tripping and I just thought okay they're flip-flops flip-flops are annoying it's Mm -hmm. fine of course me I underplay everything and (laughs) Rand's like no something is wrong she is tripping on her feet she's fine she's fine um and when we got home we met with a neurologist and he started to kind of look into some of the new symptoms there was some asymmetry of her face um she wasn't able to close her eyes wasn't able to close her mouth fully and then she had what they call foot drop. So her toes were beginning to drop down and she wasn't able to lift her toes. So they thought, okay, we're going to diagnose it this. And it was a myopathy. Hmm. So they started to run the test for that and all the genetic testing came back negative. Um, And at that moment, uh, my husband, who if you know him, is a masterful researcher (laughs) <laughs> he went on a medical diagnosis and said he just had it in his mind. She cannot have, the doctors were trying to diagnose her with like three different things. He said she can't have three different things. There's got to be one thing yeah. that explains everything. Mm-hmm. Like we're, it can't be this medical anomaly happening. So he went researching and he found uh, this particular genome that malfunction that he asked our geneticist to test her for. He did not want to at the beginning. And we basically just said, we don't care what it costs. Just take, run the test, send it away. There was one lab in the entire United States that tests for this particular um, gene. And so they sent it away and it came back and lo and behold, that's what it was. The FSH muscular dystrophy. Did, did Ryan just love being right about that? <laughs> I was going to ask the same question. <laughs> or was he like, eh, not like a big deal. Give, no biggie. I just should be a doctor. <laughs> but whatever. God called me to ministry. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, it was probably more of a pride moment for me oh, than yeah. it was for him of like, there have been like two times in our marriage. <laughs> two times. Two times. <laughs> where I've been incredibly stubborn like beyond stubborn yeah <laughs> and it's ended up he was right dang it oh. uh-huh. one was like his appendix burst and I told oh my him, god you're to show to bed you probably have to go to the bathroom you're you have gas <laughs> and he goes no there's something wrong and i happen to be out of town and then he calls me later i'm in the hospital i'm going in for surgery you need to drive home oh my gosh oh man that was really humbling (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> so I'm learning. God, maybe oh, God wants to grow you. That's yeah. my life. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. So he, he was very, he was very impressed. And actually our genetic counselor. So with a geneticist, you've got this person who basically, I like to call them the translator mm. because oh, geneticists are like freakishly mm. oh, brilliant. Oh, I can imagine. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, Ryan understood everything he said, but when he talked, I heard, what's that like? Womp, womp, womp. Yeah. Womp, womp. That's all I heard. I yeah. nodded my head, so I seemed smart. Yeah. <laughs> but I had no clue what he was talking about. And so when she found out the results, she went into the doctor and said, oh, look at this. The dad was right. Weird. <laughs> so, so that was crazy. a good moment for yeah. him, too. Oh, I'm so, sure. Yeah. Oh, man. So that was kind of the process of the symptoms up to the final diagnosis. Yeah. And then the journey of kind of just watching her, for lack of a better term, her body fail her. Yeah. And start to fail her and... She's now in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and she's probably in a wheelchair 90% of her day, yeah. and um, we try to get her to walk around as much as she can, yeah. just to kind of keep those synapses firing, Yeah. but that's kind of this journey that we're in. Hearing losses stayed the same, but it's moderate to severe, yeah. and she's got hearing aids, and and she's a middle schooler so you yeah. know that's fun yeah <laughs> oh my goodness so so yeah so that would be the okay. long version of yeah her story yeah very cool thank you for sharing that mm-hmm. so when i mean you guys got the the news um just how did you take it how did ryan take it like what were the feelings the emotions you know yeah yeah just amongst you guys Honestly, at that moment, we felt relief knowing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so up until that moment, you just watch your boys progress and like move on to these next stages of life. Mm-hmm. And then you watch your daughter kind of go backwards. Yeah. And the stages of life. Yeah. And so as she's walking and running and then all of a sudden she can't Mm -hmm. so the journey took us to a place where we were just we just felt relief yeah Mm -hmm. knowing what it was having a name to put to it yeah and then as much as the medical community can give us kind of a description of what it's going to look like for her for the next how old is she 13 so for the next 60 years Mm -hmm. yeah um, so her particular mus- muscular dystrophy lifespan is 65 to 75 years. So it's, it's a remarkably yeah. Yeah. full life. Yeah. Um, she could have children if she chose to. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so there awesome. were like these moments of a burden r- lifted yeah. Yeah. In, that, in that time. So uh, the journey through, though, you know, you just have different, you have different morning yeah. moments. So you have different moments yeah. where, um, you know, you mourn the loss of her hearing. Mm-hmm. Knowing that the hearing aids give some relief to that, but she'll never hear a song note mm-hmm. in the way that we hear a song note. Yeah. Um, and then you have the loss of her legs. And that 
was probably the hardest because she mourned that so much because she can remember mm. running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now she can't run. Mm-hmm. And so it was a mo- more of a gradual, momentary mourning. Mm-hmm. The diagnosis was a relief and then almost like a um, call to action. So yeah. now we yeah. get to go on with some sort of idea of what it's going to look like. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. She can't hear n- notes like we can. No. So she loves to sing too. She does. She does. She does. I get to listen to her and <laughs> Rebecca's daughter <laughs> over FaceTime. Oh, they're writing my songs goodness. together. Actually, they're so reading sweet. some of their songs that they wrote oh this gosh. morning. They're sitting on in her bedroom. <laughs> it's like reading your diary. Yeah. Oh yeah, I feel yeah. Really good about it. She's yeah, I mean, in my house. yeah, exactly. Right? It's, everything is your property. I go through exactly. my teen daughter's phone all the time, and I'm yeah. like, oh, this is oh, this. mine. I I'm letting you this. borrow it. <laughs> That's my theory. Yes. Yeah. Oh That's no, I fully agree. Fully yeah, agree. For sure. You're you're in my house. Yep. You pay for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You really don't. So it is. It is literally all mine. It is mine. <laughs> so you're welcome. Uh, yeah. So she does. She loves to sing, uh, arts and singing, songwriting, poetry, painting, drawing. That is like her passion mm-hmm. in life, and it's just this beautiful. Thing because she does still have full capacity of yeah. her hands. Yeah. Yeah. So, praise God. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Now, what does it look like for Emma? I mean, obviously, you guys um, have had the goodness of God and your faith in God to help you navigate this. And as hard as it is, and even in those moments, I'm sure you felt where you're like, but why? Yeah. How has that been to kind of walk through that with Emma? Yeah. Because she, I mean, she has a relationship with Christ and oh she gosh. loves Jesus so much and she knows his goodness. But yeah. I would imagine how you guys handle it in relation to your faith growing with God versus yeah. how she handles it with her faith. How does that kind of look? What does that look like to navigate that with her? Yeah. So to preface, Emma's faith and her um, hope is so securely set mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the saving grace of Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, her life is a testimony to myself and Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Just how much hope she still has every single day, no matter what comes her way. Um, so no matter what we were talking about this earlier, like the curveball, whatever, no matter what curveballs yeah. thrown her way. Mm-hmm. She still feels confident asking why and then saying, but still, God, you are good. You are good. That's yeah. amazing. Um, and so that's been just the most beautiful thing to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is one thing I'm so thankful for Ryan. Um, I grew up in a family that, I mean, we, I was an emotional basket case as a kid. But <laughs> yes, um, same and still. Like crazy. <laughs> I was a crazy woman. (laughs) I'm not letting my kids listen to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, But I'm so thankful because my husband has such a passion for not stuffing emotion down, Mm -hmm. but for acknowledging emotion, naming emotion, and then letting uh, Jesus heal you from that emotion. And I think if I would not have learned that from him, 
walking through this with Emma, I think I could have just because of my like get done attitude or my pick yourself up by your bootstraps or just shake it off. Just move on. Like we don't have time for this. Mm -hmm. I think I could have crushed her. Yeah. So another beautiful moment of God knew Mm -hmm. exactly who he was putting together. Yeah. To be the parents for this little girl. Um, So being able to let her mourn. And when she's sad, she gets to be sad. Yeah. Yeah. And even in that, I think about David in the Psalms, even in that despair, Mm -hmm. you might still be in that despair, but recognizing who God is Mm -hmm. and praising him for who he is in each and every moment. Yeah. So we can be sad and God is still good. Yeah. We can be mad and God is still good. Yeah. Yeah. And that beautiful balance, watching her, navigate through that she's never nervous to come and talk to us um, which is such a blessing oh for uh, let alone from my oh my goodness and let alone a a girl that's in eighth grade wanting to yeah i mean it's it's usually at the most inopportune time of like 9 30 yeah (laughs) i need to talk to you i'm like i had to be up in like four hours yeah i didn't want to go to bed um but being able to have those conversations. So yeah. um, that part, obviously hard. Yeah. yeah. Like there's beautiful hope and, mm-hmm. and there's still hard days. Yeah. Um, but I'd say she walks through life with more grace than mm. some fully grown individuals I know. Yeah. yeah. When I love what you said, that question of why God, like you can ask those questions yeah. of why but God, you are still good. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think that's something that I think when I first came to know Christ, that was something I struggled with because it was almost like, but I just, but I don't need, I shouldn't ask why. Yeah. But you can still have that. But why God? Yeah. But no, Mm -hmm. let's follow it up with you are still good. Yeah. Yeah. And just that reminder and that encouragement of this sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But God, you are still so good. Well, I think when I first, same thing, first came back to Jesus, it was, I messed up so big. Mm-hmm. I have zero rights to, to yeah. question anything yeah. about life mm-hmm. or what God's doing. And that is, that's not a relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. And that's not, that's not what God wants. No. Yeah. He's not afraid of our questions. And so I think that's something we really want to make sure that our kids, not even yeah. just Emma, even our boys, they understand. Yeah. yeah. So. I think too, like that's just a testimony in itself, like for Emma to be, I mean, still like a child, like most kids, like when they're upset about something, like good luck trying to, you know, get them out of that. (laughs) (laughs) To get them through the emotions. Get them through the emotions. But for her to like ask those questions, understand and still know that God is good. Yeah. And not sit and wallow in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. she mourns mm-hmm. it for sure. Yeah. But like whenever I'm with her, I don't ever hear her complaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ever. And I'm like, that is just amazing to me. Like yeah. to see her, you know, living her life yeah. and not seeing her complaining and enjoying the life mm-hmm. that she does have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and even though she's mourning the things that she can't do, she's still yeah. living yeah. life to the fullest. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, and I remember one time Ryan talking about in a sermon, a note that Emma wrote that he, he had had that conversation with her that when we are in those moments, 
where we feel ultimate despair. And if we're being really honest, we all felt yeah. despair a lot in the last... Is it two years yet or is it still eight? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Ten years? I don't know, Annie. (laughs) I heard somebody put the perfect words to it that COVID is dog years. Oh, my gosh. Every year is seven years. We're almost up on 14 years of COVID, guys. Great. 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 COVID's a teenager. (laughs) COVID's a teenager. Sure. I don't know if it's that makes me feel out, better. But at 18, uh, they move out. Oh, they're gone. Yeah. Okay, good. So okay, we're good. Yeah. We'll have half a year. We're then. almost picking okay. it out. Um, oh gosh, what were we saying? <laughs> <But>, okay, <laughs> we we digress. Oh, a note. Yes. Ryan. No, okay. Yes. yes. Um, and so Ryan had that conversation with her that in those moments where we're feeling despair or we're feeling just alone and sad, to remember to show other people love Mm -hmm. and that oftentimes we can get so caught up looking inward and that's a huge conversation we have with her especially being the only girl in our house yeah Yeah. like i think there's a lot of time where the boys are doing whatever boys do (laughs) um and she's just in her room and so there's a lot of like introspection yeah and that's not all bad but it also can be a very scary place for a teenage mind yes let's be real for an adult mind for an adult mind Yeah. yeah um And so teaching her in those moments to not get so caught up looking in, but to look out and see where is the moment that God wants you to serve someone, show someone Mm -hmm. love. And that the moment we give up that, that service and that love, we're just, we're going to get lost in those thoughts and uh, and feelings. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, how would you say, um, like Emma's faith, like what would you say are a few things how Emma's faith has grown in God? Like what are ways that you've seen it, I guess? Or yeah, yeah, just like little moments. Of mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, I would say a maturity has been where in the beginning she really bounced a lot of things off of Ryan and I. Mm-hmm. Now. And I, again, because I read her notes, um, <laughs> she's bouncing a lot of those questions off of God. And the way her mind works is um, she will bounce the question off of God. And then it's almost like she hears mm-hmm. the answer yeah. in the moment because she writes almost the question and then the response. And it's like this beautiful gospel response mm, that's awesome. and so seeing um her apply the knowledge that she's gained as she you know reads scripture prays continues like she's in youth group and mm-hmm. um, listening to sermons and she loves like we said music so she listens to worship yeah. music and kind of translating the truths and different worship songs into life okay. so that would be probably most recently the maturity i've seen of um, really seeing what I hope and pray is like the Holy Spirit speaking to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah through those And avenues. her having those moments with the Holy Spirit where when they're young, you know, the Holy Spirit's really speaking through us into their lives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's harder parties. to have, for them to have that own personal yeah. thing. Yeah. It's almost our, the reflection that we are of the Holy Spirit. Yes, yes. Um, and for them to be able to grow into that is such a sweet, special mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just think it's really cool. Yeah. We're going to lose. I mean, I'm just going to be honest because this is conversation. You, you guys are just going to be stuck with Annie and I for a couple minutes because guess what? 
Becca, uh, Becca, Becca blocked both of our cars in <laughs> and my husband has to go pick up our daughter from you. Oh, no. <laughs> he texted me. He's like, um, I have to leave to get Madison and I can't get out. <laughs> both of our cars were blocked in. I did actually think about that. So, I was like, I should not park behind yeah. the truck. No, it's totally fine. Typically, so, we mm-hmm, wouldn't. But mm-hmm. she went to youth group with a friend tonight down the road. And so he was like. Um, I can't leave to go get um, her. I, I'm not walking, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's up a it's up a big hill that she would have to walk. So, uh, all right, and Becca's back. We just had, you know, as professional as we sound, I'm sure. <laughs> We are still so three moms sitting in a house. I mean, it's like that I can hear my kids. <laughs> I know. Yeah. How and distracted I, do you get? But yeah, we can still have a conversation. I know. I know. Y'all yeah. moms are amazing. We are amazing. Are. Just want to point that oh out. Oh my gosh, we can multitask mm-hmm. like nobody's business. Yep. So anyway, sorry that was that was a tangent. <laughs> Another tangent. <laughs> Um, so I didn't but, hear what you guys just finished with. Oh, oh no, I finished with. No, it was. We're, she um, got real. We're, yeah, Be- Becca has to step out for a minute because <laughs> okay. my husband has to leave. Gotcha. As quiet as you tried to be, yeah. Doors making noise. You know, yeah. When we hung those doors back up, when we after we painted them, they need to be adjusted but, seriously. But whatever, we. You always rarely. hear when somebody tries to sneak out. Exactly. So I'd say leave yeah, them. I know. Mm-hmm. You should make no. all the doors like that. Uh-huh. Well, we do have, um, we we have like a, alarms on all the, the beep windows. Beep. So yeah. especially, I mean, not that I think my daughter would sneak out. But I was I was a 14 year old girl and her window, her bedroom's in the basement. Mm-hmm. And so she has a great, mm-hmm. I mean, it would be very mm-hmm. easy. It has a ladder up because yeah. it, it's fire. It. I have envisioned how you it. Would sneak out? Yes, you've seen it. Yep. So Isn't we that funny definitely. How you like? We know how. Um, anytime she opens her window, I so love, I like so it. Funny. We uh, have that too. We just haven't changed the batteries. So oh. we're all, but that's okay. <laughs> they don't know that. They don't I know mean, that. the kids don't know that. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. know. I, I know. It beeps. It beeps. In my ear I every hear time. it. Mm-hmm. That's why Jason and I are like, our kids will not be able to get away with stuff because everything they did or everything they would maybe attempt. Yeah. We've probably done. Yeah. Yeah. So thank goodness. Like it. It's funny how you go through like what you did as a teenager and then you're like, okay, I'm going to yeah. make sure my kids don't yeah. do this. And I'm then every single some one guard of my kids up. are like totally different Oh my me. gosh, I know. Like, Crap. I, I know. I got a loss here. I don't know what to do with you. You're I know. not like me. You're telling me everything. Yeah. I, I what do I do? <laughs> oh my gosh. We had a, we had, this is another tangent, but, um, Maddie had a a party here this past Saturday, a boy girl party. Like, well, you were here. Well, I was here. Okay. Yes, yeah. yes, Let's yes, look. yes, well. yes. But yeah, I, Jason and I were here. But I told Rebecca. I think I told Rebecca this and a couple other girlfriends. I said, I, I'm. I don't know what teens do at a party where there are. Did they parents. just all text each other? No, they actually. We have a shop that has like foosball and shuffleboard okay. and ping pong and. So they put out there, they dance, they sat by the fire, but it was just so bizarre because I was like, this isn't what parties look like for me in high school. So I'm <laughs> very confused what you're going to do with parents there and no keg. Like, so that seems terrible. I know. I'm like, your friends want to come do yeah. this? Why do you want to hang out here? I'm so confused. I kept going out there like smelling glass, like cups. And I'm like, nothing spiked. What? <laughs> Kids didn't bring their own alcohol to this? Yeah. <laughs> Who are these children? 
mean, it was it was very encouraging as a mom that you know she's on a she's so far and on a different she path. wants to actually bring all your friends yeah to yeah. your house yeah while yeah. you're still here yeah I I so. told Jason I'm like we will have a party anytime mm-hmm. her and her friends will have a party mm-hmm. they can have it here I don't care yeah yeah I will go take them Doritos and soda yeah and yeah. Becca come came and helped me decorate and. Yeah. Oh, you even decorated. Well, was, we did we a little did. photo backdrop for, oh you know, it's like a Halloween <laughs> party. Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> We're, that's our next business for starting. Yeah. So. yeah. Anyways, okay. We're going to like businesses. all the businesses. Totally <laughs> <laughs> and Just a back to it. Okay. Okay. Um, well, this has been yes. so sweet. Yes. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, awkwardly going to jump back into this or else we will sit here <laughs> Talking about God knows what for and who knows how long. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants yeah. to hear this. I know. It's not funny to anyone else but in this room. So, um, but I would just, what are your, what would your encouragement be, Annie, to, as you talk to people, whether it's you talk to moms, whether it's you're talking to other women, mm-hmm. um, you have such hope that I think naturally shines through you and like you can so easily see your love for Christ and the sovereignty of God through your story when you Mm -hmm. talk to you and what encouragement would you be whether it's to a parent that has a unexpected heartbreaking diagnosis in front of them or a mom who is trying to figure out how I'm going to feed my kids or Mm -hmm. how I'm going to xyz Mm -hmm. or to the wife that is looking at her marriage thinking it's about to collapse. Yeah. What what encouragement would you give to them as they face these really hard unexpected things? Yeah, okay. That's okay. yeah. <laughs> We're just so going to end I'd it hard. Those, that's a few things. <laughs> I know. Um, I would say first is you get on your face and you cry out. Yeah. Mhm. Um, because going into any of those circumstances depleted mm-hmm. or in your own strength yeah. is going to crush you mm-hmm. and crush those around you. Yeah. So, I mean, there have been a lot of tearful moments for Ryan and I mm-hmm. in our own alone time. Yeah. And then talking about if you're dealing with a child, there's this... I'm not even sure how to communicate this, but Emma's diagnosis, the person who struggles with this diagnosis the most is Emma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not Ryan and I. Yeah. Not our boys. Yep. Emma. Mm-hmm. Emma's in it. It's her diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She will move on out of our house someday if she wants to. Mm-hmm. And it will be her diagnosis yeah. and it will be what she walks through. She has a support system around her that will be with her every single step of the way. Yeah. But ultimately, this is hers. And I think when I kind of came to that moment, I recognized that I need to take more moments to sit back and listen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Thankfully, Emma does want to communicate, but there are moments where it means we don't talk. Mm. And we just get to be, and I just get to hold her and I get to silently pray over her while I'm sitting next to her and she's crying or, um, you know, praying for that new friend at school 
whatever it may be that the particular struggle is at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say prayer a lot. Yeah. And I think sadly in the Christian community, prayer gets this bad rap that mm-hmm. it's just what you say. It's like yeah. Sunday school, Jesus. Yeah. It's always the right it's answer. It's always the right yeah. answer. Yeah. And it is always the right answer. Yeah. And I would, I would just encourage the mom who is, walking through those hard moments with a child pray Mm -hmm, if you're married have your spouse pray over you have your spouse pray with you pray together pray separately pray constantly Mm -hmm. and then um the other ones okay so it was like the child yeah um the other the for the mom or the dad might be a dad listening yeah i mean our our husbands are both Your subscribed. Husbands are both yeah. <laughs> they, they have a lot of constructive criticism yeah. for us, so they will be listening. <laughs> yes. So you talk about provision. Yeah. If you're feeling that struggle for providing, I think just understanding when we first moved here, I mean, I got a job at Nordstrom making coffee for, let's just be really honest, like massively overworked and mm-hmm. <laughs> typically hung over salespeople that yeah. were just depleted and soul crushed and Mm -hmm. i got to you know getting to be their bright moment in their day was fun but i had we had to pick up jobs here and there just to pay the bills and you have those moments that are absolutely difficult but just understanding that resting in that assurance that god knows what Mm -hmm. he's doing Mm -hmm. to get you through that and then yeah. I hate to say it, but pray. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. when was the last time y'all got on your face and cried out? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the Priscilla Shire's prayer closet? Like, the oh, prayer yeah. room. Mm-hmm. I mean, get into that prayer room and just cry out if that's in your car, if it's in your closet, or if it's in your bathroom, or wherever it is. Um, I know, it's just like yeah. not, it's not a fancy phrase. Yeah. I don't there's have not, that. Yeah, there's not a fancy algorithm no. that, yeah. Yeah, there's and and again, there's not like not one way that fits every person. But mm-hmm. I promise you, prayer fits every person. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I will preach it till the cows. come. I love home. it. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't remember what the other one was. Um, the just a marriage. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if it it was a whole host of things, but being really honest, Ren and I just got back from a marriage retreat and we got to tell our story, which was a ton of fun. And there were absolute moments where we didn't really like each other very much <laughs> and in our marriage. Mm-hmm. And they were real. And we sort of laugh about them now. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Still a little Awkwardly. Painful. Yeah, I can remember them very vividly. <laughs> um, but for that marriage, just knowing, all right, God's got this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Usually, for me at least, if I took a step back and recognized what's the emotion that I'm feeling Mm -hmm. and is this emotion selfish? Is Mm -hmm. this something I need to actually open up and have a conversation with my husband about? Mm -hmm. Or is this something God needs to do some work in me? Yeah. For me, it usually meant God needed to do something (laughs) in my own heart. There was some lie that I let seep in and it started to take over and it started to um, rewrite yeah. Yeah. The, the story or the mm-hmm. playwright that I was living out yeah. in that moment. 
And so um, sometimes they fester longer than others, but eventually always getting back to that point of, okay, I got to step out of this emotion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got to see what's happening. And then we're going to let like the Holy Spirit walk us through and help us get to the other side of this. So, yeah, I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining us, yeah. for taking time out of your evening. It's been so sweet to just hear your heart. And I think Rebecca and I are lucky enough to to know to know you and know your story. And uh, it's just <laughs> so fun to allow other people to hear that. And Well, I feel this is my very first podcast. But oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> very first time. Ours uh, too. Ours too. <laughs> So, and it's a, and I really like both of you and I could probably stay here and talk for hours and I'm like, I feel like we can talk talk all night. I'm like, this is sad. We just are going to record this whole conversation. So so thank you for having me for trusting me to speak. Oh my goodness, Annie. No, you were amazing. I'm really excited (laughs) I didn't say a bad word. (laughs) Someone asked me that the other day. They're like, is your podcast going to be explicit? (laughs) Maybe. Only when Annie and Kayla get together. <laughs> we did it. I, I did so well. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Even for you talking about other things. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's true. If this yeah. topic was different, mm-hmm. yes. it yes. could have been a lot could easier. Yeah. yeah. Gangster so. rap would have come in. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Well, friends, we hope that you enjoyed this and feel encouraged and uh, just reminded that the sovereignty of God um is is there and he is good yes. when there's a why he is good yeah he yep. has a plan mm-hmm. even if you can't see it yes be faithful walk steady yes yes and let him play it out because it sucks when we try to do it our own yes yeah. it does so. awesome yeah. amen yeah thank you yeah you're All welcome right. well thank you guys yeah. um for joining us tonight and we will see you next time yeah bye bye